Hello and welcome. My name is Christopher Chandler. And my name is Chris Shower. And, and we, we are, are Generally, generally American. American. In our podcast, we discuss events, culture, whatever else we want from a generally American perspective. From our differing viewpoints, our goal is that we can offer others and ourselves nuanced opinions on fascinating topics related to the U.S. We invite you to be part of the discussion, and we hope that you'll stick around to see where the conversation takes us. So let's dive in. Testing. <laughs> hello. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> hope everyone's doing well. Um, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm going to get yours out of the way early because I bet it's not as crazy as what's happened here. How's, how's the weather been in your area? Uh, it's been like really hot. So it's been around like 35 degrees Celsius, <laughs> which I think in Fahrenheit would probably be like 90 or something. So, uh, without like cheating, using Google. So it's been pretty hot and we don't have AC here. What? No, no, we don't have AC. So it's I just was about pretty... to say that sounds amazing, but no. I, I really like the heat, but I also really like being able to be done with the heat when I'm done with it. No, like you, so we bought like a really nice fan, <laughs> but it just pushes the hot air around. So most Is that people... just cause all the buildings are so old? No, like you, I, there are no, well, I think just in general, you don't buy air conditioning here. Um, the only places that have air conditioning are like official buildings, like banks or like supermarkets, but like not even schools. So like, usually you would get off school here if like it's too hot. So that's pretty, pretty common. Like my wife would always talk about that when she was a kid. So so in, in German, it's referred to as like Hitzefrei, which means like heat free, like literally it means like heat free, which means like you get off school because it's so hot. So it's like, it's kind of like a snow day, but like for heat. <laughs> huh. Yeah, because it's like you burn, like you burn up in the school. So in the school, it'd probably be like 100 degrees. So yeah, so you get to go home. No, but that doesn't apply for work, though. They don't have that for work. <laughs> you get to suffer. Yeah, I, 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 I believe that. Yeah, yeah. But so open the window, figure it out. Yeah, they've been complaining. They've been complaining real bad for the past couple of days about how hot it's been. But we've had a couple of thunderstorms here, so that brought a lot of rain. Mm. And yeah, so I can't complain. What about so, you? So, well, we've been getting a lot of rain. <laughs> um, you you can probably find this if you look online. Uh, we had a lot of flooding in my area. Uh, really? If you look it up online, you can probably find this video. There was a house in Gardner, Montana, which is the northern entrance to Yellowstone National Park. Mm -hmm. um, and Gardner has the Yellowstone River running right through it. It's a really pretty town. Um, and there's a house right on the river. And the river got so high, it eroded the ground. And the whole house, it didn't even fall apart. The whole house just went right into the river. Dude, that's crazy. I'm looking it up on Wikipedia. And they're like, there's a whole Wikipedia entry about it. <laughs> <laughs> it was like I think it was like a Yellowstone workers accommodation house huh. and uh, uh, Red Lodge, which is a local ski and tourist town, just, just a cool place nearby. Yeah. That place really, really flooded, a lot of damage out there. Uh, here in Billings, it wasn't so bad. However, the Yellowstone River here was so high, one, it damaged our water treatment plant, and two, it was so high the water treatment plant wouldn't work. So we were told uh preserve water you couldn't you couldn't use the drinking water 
we could. It just they basically said you ha- we have a day, day and a half of reserves. Don't water your lawn. Be smart about your water. Take short showers, stuff like that. Oh wow! Um, but they they got it fixed in time. I never noticed the shortage, but uh, it was definitely on our minds. Some people, uh, I heard there were some fist fights at grocery stores over uh, water. No, the big thing here is like gas, because we get the majority of our gas from Russia, so they've been telling us to like preserve like save save on gas uh, like shower less don't cook as much and blah 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 and that's been a a big point of contention uh, for about like three months now and they're really worried about the winter because a lot of homes in germany are heated using gas so we'll see oh oh no yeah (laughs) yeah i i I did just see that that was a concern like yesterday but i I didn't think about the, uh, I only really thought about, you know, gas for cars. No, I mean like, uh, like propane and whatnot, like actual, like, like, uh, like gas, gas. Not oh like, no. For, not for like cars. So like natural gas, I'm sorry. So like, obviously like, like, uh, you know, gasoline and natural gas, a lot of that is imported from Russia. So like gas prices are through the roof here. Um, but it's not as bad as like in the U.S. because in the U.S. The, we so we talked about this in the previous episode. We don't have like a lot of public transportation. So you know, if you don't have a car, you don't have a prayer, <laughs> basically. And yeah, you're not you're not biking like 20 miles to work. <laughs> no one does that. I'm planning on trying to start biking to work soon. It just it keeps being rainy and cold. Well, in the how, how far away do you work? Well, maybe like two three miles okay that's doable three four it's not even a distance issue i don't mind distance and i can bike pretty fast it's just i I happen to mostly have bike paths here to work Mm. which is a miracle in the u.s and especially in my town yeah it really is like every time i talk to people they're like oh just take a bus or just take a train i was like where like when i so i don't know how how it was for you but like the first time I actually ever saw a train, like in person being in a train was when I went to Germany and I was 20 <laughs> before that. I'd never been in a train before. Cause just like where I live, there are no trains. Um, are- if we're, if we're counting like subways. Mm, okay. I guess you can count subways, but we didn't have subways either. No, I, I went to Boston. Yeah. But that's different. Cause like, those are big cities. You yeah, know, if you get if you get because that's what I always say if you get into like Boston, New York, Dallas, uh, LA, D- DC's metro line is fantastic. Yeah, DC, like if you get into like the really big cities, they're pretty well connected. But once you leave that, like, good luck, you know, like you could find public transportation, um, but public transportation would take like two hours, whereas driving might take 15 minutes. Mm. So, yeah, anywho. Tri- before- yeah, before we go down the yeah, yeah. So actually, rabbit hole. Yeah, so <laughs> we, don't act, we, don't actually, we don't actually want to talk about public transportation. I think we've already done that. So today <laughs> we want to talk about Chris's favorite subject, which is Costco. Well, <laughs> it, 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 it was the seed, but in general, just kind of uh, bulk purchasing, uh, isn't loss leaders, the, things like that. Isn't Costco the same as Sam's Club? Or is that something different? Sam's Club is Walmart. Oh, okay. Sam's Club is uh, like the more bulk version of Walmart. 
And Costco's its own company then? I, I always get those. Yeah, Costco's its own thing. I always get Costco and Sam's Club confused, to be honest. But yeah, so since it's your topic, I'll, I'll let you start. <laughs> sure. Um, so <clears throat> the, the thing that's always in my head when I think about Costco, and uh, one of the reasons I always like to talk about them is their famous dollar fifty uh, hot dog or Polish dog and a soda dollar fifty combo. Mm. Uh, it has not changed in price with inflation at all, and it never will, because <laughs> if it changes in price, the CEO of Costco will kill someone. <laughs> there, there. He is on record. Someone. Um, I don't know if it was a new person, but uh, someone came to him like, hey, I ran the numbers, blah, blah, blah. We should do this with the Costco. And he's like, if you change the price of the effing hot dog, I will kill you. (laughs) They are committed to that hot dog price. It's a loss leader. They they lose money on every purchase. However, uh, I think myself and many other uh americans are willing to go into costco buy 200 dollars worth of groceries and then buy that dollar 50 hot dog and feel like a winner yeah but if you think about it actually the hot dog has gotten cheaper because of inflation so actually it's gone down in price or not yeah if i'm thinking about it correctly so they're actually losing more to us it's in price yeah yeah Yeah. they're losing more money all the time they will not change it yeah no i think you're the person i learned a loss leader from um Mm -hmm. And they also yeah. have another one that a friend of mine brought up. He's like, yeah, the hot dog's okay, but it's all about that uh, $5 rotisserie chicken. Oh, wow. Which... That's pretty cheap. It's not as bad, but I... There's a good chance they lose on every purchase on that. But maybe not 100%. It might be, like, razor thin, though. Isn't that part of, like, the hot dog principle? Do you know that? The hot dog principle? Uh, is that, like, hot dogs come in eights and... Hamper no it's like a... no it's because like so i think the hot dog principle is basically if you if you like your like a certain type of food don't ask how it was made <laughs> <laughs> because like in the very beginning they put like all kinds of meat in, into hot dogs so they said it was like pork but it was like pork and horse and beef it was all mixed so and the hot dog principle i think is like if you like if you like the food don't ask how it was made <laughs> Because once you find out, you're like, hmm, yeah, I don't want to eat that. Yeah, and that's that's a very good, uh, it's a good approach. Yeah. Because yeah. look, if you enjoy something, just just try to enjoy it. And look, I mean, if it's something as inconsequential as like a hot dog, just just enjoy it. Yeah, I mean that's true. I mean, depending on where you are, but but a lost leader, like in general, I don't know how many stores have those. Well, here's the thing. It, it's fun, and I don't think it's a big deal when someone like Costco does it. Because again, Costco's still making money. They do their own thing. They're, you know, they're for the most part, a pretty. I mean, they're Sam's Club, like we said, but for the most part, they're like the unique big box bulk mm. store. Um, however, there are companies like Amazon. Oh yeah. Who are willing to be loss leaders? They'll sell a product at a loss until everyone else goes out of business. And then when everyone else is out of business, they can just bring their prices right back up. Mm. Yeah. So that would be undercutting, wouldn't it? Yeah. And that's not going to happen 
with you know Costco isn't gonna isn't gonna take over the entire hot dog market. I mean, they might. Although I think that's actually illegal though in some states. Is like undercutting competition. I think that's part. Of, I think it's kind of like how monopolies basically start. I I I don't know if that's illegal. I know um, organized price raising is illegal. Like if there's four shops in a town that sell the same thing and they all agree to raise their prices together, that's illegal. Isn't that racketeering though? Or am I thinking of um, a different, different word? I I don't I, I I can't remember what the term for it is, but I know it's illegal. Yeah, no, it definitely is. Uh, it definitely is illegal. I'm trying to see what the what the term is. Uh, I highly doubt comp- competing over price like that's illegal because that's like super American. No, that is that is actually racketeering. Uh, to a certain extent, yeah. So like, where where people basically, no, that isn't racketeering. I'm sorry, sorry everyone. <laughs> I'm just kind of googling it. Um, but yeah, so where people like, um, agree on like a fixed price for like a product among certain businesses, that is definitely legal. I think that is part of like, um, antitrust laws that were developed in the early 20th century, I believe. So that's also legal. That's also illegal here too, which is like what the gas companies have been accused of is like, uh, agreeing on prices. So Hmm. Yeah, that and that's definitely a problem. Uh, luckily, that's not so much of a problem, but the undercutting and mm-hmm. you know the muscling other people out of business—that's that's an actual issue that does happen. But, you know, yeah. some a thought I had that I kind of wanted to get back to, and it kind of ties mm. into where we almost went off topic with transportation earlier. Okay. And this is something I've thought about. I I don't know if there's a simple answer to this. I just haven't thought about my own little bubble. Hmm. But when you go to Costco and you get that two to three hundred dollar, you know, <clears throat> a cart of huge bulk, you know, groceries, you have, you know, you maybe have a hundred pounds of groceries or more. Mm. In the U.S., it's fine. You just put it in your car. That's not really feasible anywhere else, right? Like you can't just have, you can't just do large grocery purchases in places where public transportation is the expected way to travel, right? Yeah, I, I did that once. I'll, I will never do that again. Um, so I'm fortunate that I have a car. But yeah, like if you don't, like most people have to do their grocery shopping by bus. Like if you don't have a car, what are you going to do? So you have to. So do you just buy like small amounts at a time? Well, the thing is, is that the fridges in, in the US are like massive. Like, I mean, they're big enough to fit a person in. But <laughs> the the fridges you have here, they're like in the u.s they they would be considered mini fridges like what you would have like in a college dorm so those are pretty much standard here in in like in europe and in germany so generally people will go shopping every couple days whereas like in the u.s you would do like bulk shopping so you would shop for like two or three weeks um and just like freeze it all but you don't have the space here like i wouldn't know where to put all that food how about cabinet space? No, like everything's smaller here. You have to you have to imagine that Texas is twice the size of Germany. So, and then, but the population of Germany is about 83 million people, which is about like a fourth of the American population to put that like in perspective. So it's incredibly difficult to find that much space for food. So most people don't. 
most people will unless you live like in the countryside then you obviously have space but yeah i've seen people like go shop go shopping by like bus and yeah it's not fun it's really not fun (laughs) okay i know i I always thought it wasn't fun but i'm like well maybe there's some there's some trick i don't know about well some grocery stores do deliver so there's that um so you can order your food online and they'll deliver it to your house so we get our our food delivered because we're lazy um but we could yeah we're just lazy but we could just as well you know go and drive but there are plenty of grocery stores who offer like a delivery service um and like there's no surcharge so it's just you know just what you would pay in in store Hmm. yeah yeah. okay well that makes sense so it's workable if you need a large purchase yeah but like i said like I guess this kind of leads into what I also want to talk about is like the portion sizes, which in the US they're massive. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> they're just they're they're enormous. Uh my wife is always shocked when she goes to the US and like you know, you get like a kid's menu and you're like, wow, that's for like that's enough to feed a horse. <laughs> and you and you give it to like a tiny human. So uh just then everything is bigger in the US. Just like the portions you know it's crazy yeah and uh the portions and the shopping size i i I will 100 percent admit that i'm a i'm a person that if i can do a grocery store run for like one a month like i'm i'm happy with that i would too but then i have to eat all of it and i'm very fickle so if i change my mind i'm kind of stuck with it but americans i guess are more happy to throw things away and that's not like a big deal for a lot of people was whereas for me like i always got beat for that <laughs> for like throwing you know i don't know if your mom said to you but to my mom always said to me like a, a, a clean plate is a happy plate you know in hindsight um i was never really raised like that oh, but okay like i am like i hate waste i don't like, like my either. dad like a lot of people around me are like that's eh, whatever and my dad's kind of like that too but i'm like no like we made this food. It's a, it's going to go bad in two to three days. We should do nothing but eat this food until it's gone for every meal. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. And uh, like paper plates, uh, which is like a thing in the U.S., but not here. Yeah. I mean, you can buy paper plates here, but I can't remember the last time I actually saw paper plates here, to be honest. I really can't. <laughs> When uh when I first moved out, you know, left home, got an apartment, mm. my roommate and I were thinking like, oh man, paper plates can like save, you know, save dishes, won't have to use the dishwasher as much. Oh god, it's just so wasteful though. <laughs> it's so much we we didn't end up it didn't end up really working out that way. We ended up using, you know, the real plates more often. Yeah, and plus I hate eating on paper plates or like plastic styrofoam plates. Like it's terrible. Yeah. It's well, terrible here's the thing. thing: like if you're if you really want to go all out, there's some really nice and expensive paper plates. That's not what we had. Oh uh, yeah, I mean like there that, there is some paper plates with some support. I've met people who like reuse paper plates, like they'll wash them. <laughs> so that's also kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> no, like portion sizes are are huge. So I remember a story when like my wife and I, we went, I was really excited to show her like a grocery store. Um, 
because she'd never seen a grocery store in the U.S. And I was like, hey, we got to get some cereal. And, you know, I don't know if you have these in Montana, but we in, in Missouri, we have like these really huge bags. They're probably like 10 pounds. And, you know, uh, you can buy them at like, uh, I don't know if you guys have schnooks. Nope. Uh, okay. Yeah. So we have like schnooks with like Walmart um, or Deerberg's. So you can buy like, these really huge bags of like cereal, like they're like 10 pounds or something or like five pounds. And they look like they would be like the um, like the bags for like dog food to give you a perspective like a big bag of dog food basically okay with pack- yeah what the packaging looks like but it's cereal so we would always buy those uh because you could like eat from that for like a week so you would have to keep buying cereal and i was like hey we gotta buy this my wife's like why are we gonna buy dog food because to her it looked like a big bag of dog food because it was huge i was like but it's not dog food it's cereal <laughs> and she was kind of shocked that you know that you would have that I've seen like big bags of like generic brand cereal at the store, but nothing that big. Oh yeah, they're huge. They're huge. I don't know if they still have them. They had them back then. Uh... Oh here, I'm I trying mean, to remember I... the name of the uh, the cap, not the Captain Crunch, the uh, Lucky Charms generic like bag brand. It was like it was like sea themed. Like sailor themed. Oh, here, here. I'm gonna send. So other people can't see this because we're obviously we're on chat. So like, I sent you a link, uh, and then you can see what, what I'm talking about. So like, these are like the huge bags of like cereal, and it says, what does it say on it? I think it says it's five pounds. No, it's oh hey, it's marshmallow mateys. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. It's okay, not, so it's I've seen pounds. those, but they were not that big here. <laughs> yeah yeah so sorry so it's not so we got a picture so it's not like 10 pounds it's uh, i think it's around like three or four pounds that's still insane for something as light as cereal yeah so it's like a huge bag of cereal and my wife's like why would you need like that big of a bag i was like well you know so you don't have to like get cereal every day so well why don't we have this here because like we have these brands here i've seen all these brands and i've seen these bags but they just don't they just aren't that big here yeah, they are. Like they're massive. So, like portion sizes in the U.S. have exploded um, since like the 1980s, and I guess it's kind of like a creep. I guess like a food creep. I guess you could say, where like the sizes get like bigger, bigger, and bigger and bigger, and that's kind of like crept into Europe a little bit, especially like with American food chains. So. Like, I can't finish, like, a, a, a burger here, like, for McDonald's, because it's just, like, it's so much. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a lot. Well, portion sizes have exploded, but in some ways, they've kind of gone back. Like, how which so? Is actually, which is actually something I was going to talk to you about, which you say uh, you've never heard of, a, no. a term called shrinkflation. Yeah, I have no idea what that is. So, <clears throat> obviously, you know, the world is going through... Well, at least from what I understand, it's the world, a pretty significant period of inflation right now mm. due to various world events. And uh, so prices go up. I mean, that's just, that's just the name of the game. Mm. However, um, sometimes instead of raising prices, companies will just lower the size of the product and not say anything, or it'll raise the price and still lower the size of the product. So you'll actually see people will um, I actually saw a picture the other day. Someone bought like a can of Pringles from like two years ago. 
mm-hmm. and a can of Pringles from this year. And they took that and you take out all the Pringles and you count all the chips and you're like, oh, new Pringles have. Oh, no, no. It wasn't even the amount of chips. It was they're smaller now. The chips are smaller. Or the the chips smaller? are smaller now. Hmm. And uh, sometimes it'll just be like, oh, this was a 16 ounce thing before. Now it's 14.5 ounces. It'll, it's never big. It's always small. The idea is to not be noticed. Like, hey, it's just a bag of chips. Same bag of chips I always buy. You just grab it and go small change. You never notice it. It might come out to five chips. Who knows? But not- five chips you know, cross 10 million bags of chips. That's a big difference. I mean, that's what they're counting on though, is that you don't notice. So they like lower. Yeah. They have those kind of here too. Um, uh, where they kind of like, I guess we could get off into a bit of a tangent where they trick you with packaging. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think everyone has a story about you buy a product thinking you're getting something that you're actually not because of the way they trick you with the packaging. Um, but they bank on you just not paying attention or, oh, I'm going to buy it anyway, even if it's less. So what are you going to do? Just like not buy chips anymore? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so if you're a fan of like Pringles then you're a fan of Pringles, so you're going to buy them either way. And that's what they're counting on. Um I, I kind of, yeah, I kind of actually noticed that, uh, especially now with inflation. So they're, they're, they're not reducing the, the, the product size. They're just reducing the amount in it, but they're keeping the same price, <laughs> which is kind of, you know, like messed up, but like you said, what are you going to do? Just not buy it. Like you don't have a choice. I will say I've not noticed it. I know this has been a thing for a long time in various levels of very various products. And I think it's just getting worse now, but I mean, when I go out shopping, I don't, but I'm also, and, and I think a lot of Americans are like this. When I go out shopping, I'm very like, like, I don't want to do this, but I'm going to do it efficient and I'm going to do it fast. Like, but I'm getting this, grab it, grab it, grab it, go, go, go. Yeah. I don't think that, I, I it's not kind of mean because I wanted to say, like, I don't think Americans think, but um I think we're more interested in just like getting it done and over with as opposed to really taking uh, like, I'm sure you've seen those shows like where they do like coupon hunting. You know? Yeah. Or not coupon hunting, but where they have like a, they try to get like the lowest uh, price possible while using like uh, umpteen amounts of like coupons. But I think Americans will really just see like, oh, that's a deal. And they'll just, they'll just take it. Even if it's not a good deal, it, it, a deal's a deal. <laughs> so, so, so they'll take it. Um, but yeah, it's it's crazy. Uh, like food in the U.S. There was another topic that we wanted to talk about, but I forgot what it was. Hmm. Yeah, because we hit on lost leaders. We hit on inflation. What else did we want to hit on? Well, we already discussed bulk purchases, which I think is like the uh, the most American thing about the whole the whole topic. What the discussable the, the purchases, the bulk purchases, oh, the bulk purchases. Yeah, there was another side point I forgot, but yeah, like uh, that is definitely like the bulk purchase. Definitely, is Amer- I think it's a very American thing. Is because I remember my mom had like a deep freezer, 
like you know the ones where like you look you can lift up the lid and it's probably like you know big enough for like I, two people. I love those. It is it is no joke for years. It's been my goal. I'm gonna own a house one day. I'm gonna have one of those freezers. I want it I so had, bad. I had three of them. <laughs> uh, I, I had them growing up. I love them. They're great. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't have them anymore. I don't I don't have room for that. My God, like if I had three of those here. I think people would think I was like doing something illegal. Like that's I, that's a that's a garage that's a garage yeah, freezer. Yeah, but you don't have garages here in Germany. Like not really. Um, that's a luxury. But like bulk purchases, definitely. Like when I was growing up, my mom would always buy probably like twenty or thirty pounds of like ground beef, and we would just freeze it for like a whole month, and we would just eat from it. And that was like the best thing ever. Is uh you know, buying, buying in bulk. And I think the weird thing is, is that a lot of Americans feel like they're getting, like, if you buy in bulk, you get it cheaper, especially like from Sam's club, which I always confuse with Costco. Um, you get like a 10 or 15% discount. But the funny thing is, is that you end up throwing most of it away. So you're not actually saving money. You just feel like you're saving money. If that makes sense. Well, it depends on the person. Well, yeah, I guess it does. I mean, true. I mean, to me, I mean, I, 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 uh, for this was like two or three years ago, Amazon Prime Day, you know, the Prime Day sale, mm-hmm. and they had like, like a huge bulk oatmeal deal. And I'm like, oh, yeah, let's go. Bulk oatmeal. Nope. I ate it all. Oh, damn. It was super cheap, too. Oatmeal's already super cheap. But I think this whole like, like uh, like the deals bulks like two and one i really feel like that's a very like american i feel like that's a very american way of shopping you know buy 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 two get one for free or something like those kind of things like i saw a, a meme that kind of made fun of that where it says you can buy buy one hamburger for the price of two and you get the second one free <laughs> And so it was, I thought, I thought it was pretty funny, but I'm always amazed by like the deals that you get when you go to Walmart. I don't think they could even survive without deals though. Well, no, because that's their, that's their whole business model. They, uh, they make, you make thin margins on everything, but you just do volume. Yeah. Yeah, but I I really wonder if those are actually deals though, or if they're just like slapping it on there and making you think it is. Well, I mean, everyone kind of does that. So like, and I don't know what the prices are now because I haven't gone to Walmart in a while. But um, so like the local regular grocery store here, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they used to have Red Baron frozen pizzas, which is like a cheaper brand of frozen pizza for like six some five to six bucks depending on the che- week is that cheap for a frozen that's a lot for a frozen pizza that's a lot it, it's really expensive and i'm like that's a joke and then you go to walmart and it's like three and sometimes a little under three dollars i would not pay six dollars for a frozen pizza i mean i would if it was like a really good frozen pizza but this is like you know this is like um i really like red baron pizza but it's a cheap brand and they yeah. know it's a cheap brand that's fine yeah, you should get, you know, DiGiorno? DiGiorno's good? Yeah, yeah. There's actually, what's weird is Walmart has a few, like, all, all these stores have their own store brand, but they have a few, like, brands that they've, like, paid for that just, like, exclusively sell there. 
and there's like some really crazy stuff like I, I remember buying like this huge crazy stuffed crust frozen pizza there for like eight bucks and it was like it was like a treat myself kind of thing and it was it was really good huh yeah yeah like a lot of in-house brands like walmart does uh, I, th- I think like i think walmart is actually like the biggest provider of food in the u.s like grocery store wise um they have a lot of a lot of in-house brands they used to have walmart here in germany uh, about 10 years ago um but they just utterly failed like they had to exit the the german market very quickly so what was it due to the government or did the people did the people just not want it no it was a cult funny enough it was a cultural thing so so the story goes because i've heard this a lot from my wife because before we got together she actually went to this walmart a lot um so in germany it's very typical that you go in you buy your stuff you you do your business and then you leave but uh, like in walmart like there are a few extra steps so like you would have a greeter so you would have someone who would say hey welcome thanks for coming to our store then you would have employees in the shop asking you like hey is everything okay and then when you left the shop you would have employees like you know ask if everything was okay they would like bag your food bag your stuff which is like very it's a very typical experience in the u.s so it's like a run-of-the-mill experience i would say no matter where you go and americans are very like acclimated to this so we're very used to it but like not in germany like it's completely like counterintuitive to their culture to like run a business like that and people often complain that the the employees were overly friendly like in american style and so there were just like a lot of cultural points that just didn't really jive with like the germans so they ended up like losing like a boatload of money like i think like 500 million or something mm. and they just like cut their losses and they, they shut down all the stores and they they got out of dodge i think like 2009 I think they closed their doors. Funny enough, I was reading an article on on Facebook about the town I live in, and a lot of people were reminiscing about Walmart, saying how they miss it. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, some Germans actually loved it. Like, they loved the Walmart experience because it was like being in America. But, like, you know, you have like a lot of the older conservative Germans who are like, "No, I don't like this. Uh, it's too new. It's too American." So. Well, honestly. Germany's probably better off without Walmart. Yeah, I, I think they are too. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, and it's a lot going to Walmart with the greeters and everyone talks to you. Yeah. <clears throat> and I don't know if you've ever worked at a store that made you watch something like this. So when I used to work at a grocery store, one of the training videos they made me watch, um, if someone's stealing, you're not allowed to like accuse them unless you're like a specific uh... person. You can't like confront them or accuse them. <clears throat> but they you're supposed to like come up like oh hi how can i help you like mm. the thought is like just having someone come and talk to you will just like make you think twice about stealing so and i think that's a lot of why greeters and stuff like that are there at the uh, entrances and exits just to like I, and i don't like that feeling like i i mean i'm i know i'm not there to steal i i just hate being made to feel like a thief like yeah. i went to i went to like a I went to a magic tournament and we're running out of time here. So be quick. Went to a magic tournament a couple towns away a few months ago. And I got yelled at because I was looking at their merch and I had my backpack on. I'm like, we we traveled for a tournament. We had to bring stuff like, and this guy knew me and I'm like, okay, I guess I just don't buy anything at the store. Then if you're going to, 
like i i get it like there's probably like a bunch of shitty kids here that will excuse my language steal stuff because it's like a really expensive store uh but like oh that that makes me angry i hate feeling that way so i could see how maybe other people will feel that way yeah yeah i get that i get that um I, but I didn't know that. That's one. I guess that's a good reason to have breeders. I mean, they have like security uh, here too in like uh, supermarkets. But anywho, so we're running out of time. Super interesting topic. I hope people learned a lot about portion sizes. So I'd love to know how that is in you know other countries. So shoot us a message. Let us know. You know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. If, if you have, if you, if you all have like super small or super big portion sizes. Anywho, that's it for today's episode about you know food and transportation partly uh so that's it from <laughs> my side you got anything to add before you hop off no i think we got it covered all right perfect thanks so much for listening and see you on the flip side all right bye bye we really appreciate you taking the time to listen to our podcast we hope that it was informative and that we were able to expand your worldview even if only just a little we always welcome feedback comments and constructive criticism if you'd like to provide us with any please reach out to us at our Discord or email address, both of which will be listed in the description. Thanks again for listening, and until next time.